Hello, uh, welcome to another Pharmacy Practice podcast. Uh, very special guest on today. Uh, we've got Alec Shukla. Um, Alec's uh, a dentist and he is here to describe and tell us all about his very interesting, um, very innovative digital uh, business that he started. And um, he's very interested to engage with um, pharmacists and particularly community pharmacists. So, Alec, would you like to um, introduce yourself and say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, first of all, Jonathan, thank you for having me on the on the podcast. Uh, my name is Alec. I'm um, CEO of Uplift, and um, we're a teledentistry company, and we're focused on democratizing access to dental care. Um, we have a particular platform called Instant Dentist, and the purpose of that is to make it super simple for anyone to access professional dental advice and care. And we see no better place than that to happen than within a pharmacy. So that is an interesting opening gambit, uh, democratizing. So, so if you want to democratize it, that, that I'm maybe putting two and two together and getting five here, but that would imply that you think there's a wee bit of uh, the opposite state of play happening in dentistry. So what, what's the current traditional status quo and how are you, uh, how are you disrupting that? Because it sounds like you are disrupting. Sure. So I think like if we just think as a kind of macro, I think generally around 50% of the population attend a dentist about every 18 months or so. Uh, statistically, that's not changed much over time. But if we think about the actual, the biggest, the biggest public health intervention in dental care and the biggest thing that actually made the re- greatest amount of reduction in dental disease was toothpaste. Fluoride added into toothpaste, okay? That's what created the greatest amount of reduction in, 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 oral he- um, in disease and improved oral health. So because 50% are not attending a dentist, typically it's because of fear, cost, time accessibility, all these different elements. So there could be different factors where people um, don't access care. And then unfortunately, problems can develop and become much worse. And then it's quite difficult to kind of get things treated. So our our vision is the quicker you can pick something up um, and detect at the earliest stage, you can actually prevent it getting worse. And a pharmacy is like home to all the products and services which can help you um, prevent or reverse issues, you know. That's, that's interesting. I mean, I've, I've been talking for years about, as have, as have many others, to be honest, in, in community pharmacy circles about, you know, we need to do more with the football and um, some of my early work um, and interest was in respiratory around asthma one of the things I spotted very early on was the this latent footfall that ebbs and flows in and out of a pharmacy, um, and and I suppose the that you know I I sort of described it as trying to increase the clinical transaction value of that of each interaction and and in my case you know to improve asthma care through brief interventions. But so what's what's your model and how basically how does it work? What 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 do you intend to do? Sure. So we, first of all, we think that like pharmacies should be looking to engage within digital health essentially like digital health is growing around 20 percent per year and that can range from people accessing you know um digital doctor consultations at home digital dental care you know like hair prescriptions all these kind of things and what we really see is that if pharmacies can reimagine themselves into having three divisions as in terms of digital health 
you know, retail and pharmacy, then they can think about each customer that's coming into their pharmacy, about how could they help them the most? How could they help them through product, through service, through different elements? And if someone has health conditions, which could be detected at an early stage and prevented from getting worse, then everybody benefits from this, right? So our model with Instant Dentist is, and um, we provide the tools, resources, and platform and solution where a pharmacy can go live with digital dental services. What that means is that they can offer their customers digital dental checkups, digital emergency appointments, which can help people understand their particular risk factors, what products they need to buy. And we also provide some guidance and, and help for pharmacies to put together care packs. But essentially what the pharmacy can suddenly do is unlock a new revenue stream from digital consultations and new um, private prescriptions, which can come from um, conditions which were problematic before. And, and from there, there's all sorts of additional um, dental wellness solutions which the, the customer could access. But as a foundation, it's just about screening, health prevention, and just analyzing from there. And what could you give some examples of some typical consultations that you might have? Uh, you yeah, typically sure. do. So I think that like three to five percent of um, either transactions within a pharmacy or customers within a pharmacy have some sort of some form of dental problem. And, and the most common dental problems might be like a wisdom tooth infection, or it might be like a, you know, a patch on the tongue, or it could be like, you know, bleeding gums. And if you've got some issue, like for example, a patch on your tongue or something like this, Google is not your friend, right? You know, and then if you went to the pharmacy and you went to say, okay, I'm trying to buy something for my, you know, my wisdom tooth problem, but I don't know quite what to get then in these situations, you could do a digital consultation, be prompted with, by the pharmacist to do that. And then from that, if you need to get a prescription for something, then that can be organized. But also the pharmacist could then guide you with like a care pack of say three to four items that could be helpful for you. So for example, for a specific condition, like a wisdom tooth infection, having a single tufted brush, having some kind of like chlorhexidine gel and a few different other elements can just be more valuable for the, you know, the customer, the patient to manage their health. And maybe it's probably it's probably early days, and maybe this is an unfair question, but um, do you pick up? Do you think you pick up cases that other, wouldn't otherwise be picked up? Yes, because if you think about when somebody actually visits a dentist, basically most people are symptomatic attenders, right? Most people don't go to kind of like just proactively make sure there isn't an issue because people perceive the cost as, as, as being quite high or the inconvenience of time. So you've got many people going to a pharmacy who are actually managing conditions, but you just don't know it. So they may be coming in and buying a specific gel or Bongella or different products, and you don't really know why they're buying it, but they just buy it and they're looking after it. And so we've already had consultations from pharmacies where people said, I've not been to a dentist in you know five years, six years. And they use a lot of language like shame and embarrassment and things like this. And the nice thing about having kind of like a digital interface is there's no video call. There's no one judging you. There's nothing scary, you know, and people can then access information advice. And sometimes they can feel that, oh, nothing can be done, but you can find out actually something can be done and you start to build your confidence from there. It's really interesting. And how has COVID-19 impacted your business, if at all? No, sure. So like we had already designed a kind of like kiosk which we were going to install inside pharmacies basically it's an ipad and you can do a consultation on it and we've got a smart camera so you can see like you know 
specific teeth in like high res detail. And we were going to go live with that model. But then when COVID happened, we, we saw that, first of all, the only healthcare practitioner that was completely accessible and really helping everyone stay safe during the pandemic was pharmacies, right? Like, you know, they, they were the ones providing, you know, that the access to masks and medication, everything like this to help it. So I think the they're already respected, but I think the respect increased a lot, right? That's one thing. And second thing, for us, dental practices actually closed and they actually reduced their capacity when they just reopened now by 25 to 50%. So it was hard to get a dental appointment before. It's probably a bit harder now. And it's because dentists are working incredibly hard and doing the best they can with all sorts of PPE and equipment to, to see appointments, but it's just difficult to manage the existing caseload. So people who are a bit nervous or couldn't access, they're just kind of caught in limbo. And the problem is if you've got early tooth decay or early gum disease and you don't get it treated, it's gonna become a big problem. So we see that like with COVID, we redesigned our model to kind of make it a faster way for pharmacies to offer digital assessments. So we created a, literally a pack which a pharmacy can install in 15 minutes. And um, from that, they can go live offering digital assessments and then just start having conversations with people. So we see that COVID is basically accelerating digital health adoption. All GPs have gone digital and pretty much it's pretty unheard of to actually get a digital a GP appointment without having some form of digital screening. So in the same way, you know, we see that pharmacies could be like a, a polyclinic hub where they could offer all sorts of digital services because they already offer all sorts of digital medications, basically. Alec, you're you're uh, preaching to the converted here. Um, yeah, yes to all above. Love, really enjoying the chat, enjoying how you how you see um, pharmacy particularly, and also how you're you're disrupting your not disrupting is probably a bit. Um, you're not disrupting. We're just, just you're you're adding to it really. Just expanding really. I think I think the key thing that we're focused on is like how can you help as many people as possible, right? And, it, and for some people, it could be picking up a patch on the tongue, which could be the early signs that they need to actually stop smoking because, I mean, oral cancer is a very scary thing, right? You know, like, uh, or it could be, you know, if someone's diabetic and they've also got gum disease and they can't manage their sugar levels, well, actually having the inflammation reduced and improving their gum health, you know, with the right products can make them manage their sugar medication better. I think it's just time to just, I think the pharmacy is the one place where all the barriers of healthcare and all the subdivisions and separations actually removed isn't it because you go to a dermatologist you go to you know a dentist you go to like you know a cardiologist and you've got all separate specialist things but within the pharmacy you're you and you're just accessing what you need isn't it right so I think there's a big opportunity for the pharmacies to have more wellness screening and, and engage with people and I think taking their pharmacy digital they need to also then think a little bit about how they run their business and you know, starting to collect the contact information of, of, you know, the customers that are coming into the store, you know, offering, you know, digital health at home solutions, local delivery, things like this can really transform and, and, and help a pharmacy, really. So let me let me summarise a wee bit just to help my own understanding. So and, and apologies if these are rather if this is a pretentious term, but it sounds to me like you're you're kind of in a way you're selling access to a dentist, which is fab because you're you're going to reach people that wouldn't have otherwise been reached and might delay presenting and tooth decay or you know early diagnosis of or, or early opportunities to diagnose cancer for example and they might might be missed but you're also what i'm hearing is you're also sort of you've created this like pragmatically paternalistic environment within which a pharmacist can operate as well as as like a 
it feels to me it's a bit like an outpost of of a dentist. You know, it's there's not a dentist there, but it's like it's a wellness center, right? Like there's there's, yeah. there's nothing scary there, right? There's no drill there. No one's can do anything. It's only you know health assessment, prevention, and accessing things that could you know help reverse things. It's just it's dental wellness, right? Like it's just but and, and what we can provide is the you know the technology and the structure and the support to help the pharmacist you know have the conversations with their customer and then and then help them play a greater role in in maintaining their wellness. So in terms of the patient journey, how many of the consultations roughly two questions. So how many of the consultations would be advice only? And then if someone if you engage with a patient and and things escalate and and let's say very simply they need a filling perhaps yes uh, and there's a i know you maybe can't diagnose that over over a, a digital platform but you from a history you're going to have a good a good idea aren't you um so how how does it balance out like is it 80% advice only Great, great question. So each person that does it, like for example, there's two types of assessment. So one is the specific concern assessment. That's where someone's got a specific problem. You know, my gums are bleeding, my wisdom tooth hurts, you know, my front tooth is chipped, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is then focused on what that issue is. And we and in the report they get, there's always a few parts to that. One part is what actions, products, or things you can do yourself or through a pharmacy to manage things. That's step one. Okay. And step two would be within a clinic, if you need treatment, what would you need? Because what's nice is the digital dentists that provide the advice, they will never see you physically. So they have no incentive to over prescribe treatments, if that makes sense, basically, right? So so, they, so you're getting kind of a guide of like what would be needed in, in a few different options. And then when you, you know, contact a practice, because you could just forward your report to a practice, you can then be contacting saying, look, this is what I'm interested in, how much, how long, and when can you see me, for example, right? Like, and it, same thing with the um, health assessment. So we provide a very comprehensive um, 360 health assessment. There's 22 risk factors, which are you're scored in against, like, for example, your you know, gum thickness, your enamel structure, your, you know, cracks on teeth, all these different elements are all scored and, and, and put in place. And then you get advice on what products or what elements you need to pay more attention to, like do you have particular enamel damage issues? Do you have like, you know, your, the roots are becoming exposed or different problems of, of different things? And then the second thing also, if you need treatment or what areas should be investigated, what to look at? So to be super clear, this is just an extension of, at the moment people do nothing, then they suddenly go to a dentist when there is a big problem. This is filling that void of nothing basically with like early detection, you know, and it's it's, it's picking things up in the phase when they could still be reversible, right? Because if you pick up things in the stage when it's reversible, you can actually do something about it. And at least you know, if you didn't do something about it, what it's gonna turn into, basically. I love it. I, I, yeah, it's a really, really interesting model. And I think you've, you've, you've struck a, a bit of a gap there, actually. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of businesses go straight for the test or the or the product or and so on and so forth. but you're really selling the value of getting access even though it is just digital access to a dentist a bit a bit earlier and yeah, i think that's all, i think that's fun. All, conditions, all conditions are diagnosed visually or volumetrically right in dental care so like it's either you know the, the tooth color changes or the shape changes or the volume changes so having that at those elements plus obviously text clarification where you need to you can you can kind of get those those elements in place and I think what this also helps do is like 
if you build a better relationship with your pharmacy and you start to access new things, then you're going to also just you know buy more things which will help you increase your wellness, isn't it? Everyone would prefer to not have treatment. Like no one wants an operation, no one wants a filling, no one wants anything. But if you need it, so be it. But if you can prevent things, much better, basically. You know. Brilliant. Yeah. Good. Um, I, I think I think there might be quite a few because community pharmacy there there is a there's an entrepreneurial um, sort of thread that runs through that part of our profession and there will be people listening to this uh, who run community pharmacies might might want to have a chat so in terms of the interaction with you so if if I let's say I owned a pharmacy and yeah. and we got chatting what it, I can't think of a better way to put it but what's what's the deal like how how do how do we interact as businesses and uh, and find the win-win so what we have is we have a model where the the pharmacy it doesn't cost anything to join and and what happens is we provide the support and pack so that you can start going live with digital assessments and there's a way that we we've created where your pharmacy for each consultation happens you can earn some income but at the same time also your customers can save money per consultation and on top of that if there's new private prescriptions required then obviously you you can manage that in, in, in a private way and then that's like foundation level one in terms of dental digital dental access on top of that, we have additional dental wellness solutions where people can access um, different products. So, for example, um, if you grind your teeth and you want a custom-fitted teeth grinding splint, or you know, if someone wants to enhance their smile and wants to access, you know, digitally supervised invisible aligners, we've got other other things. But that's not really the focus at this point in time. What we're just really trying to do is help as many pharmacies help that you know three to five percent of people that have dental problems. You got how many people coming in? You know, to your pharmacy to maybe buy a specialist toothpaste that you stock, which no one else stocks, and you know you've not had another conversation with that person about other things that you could help them with, and this can really kind of help guide them down a different pathway. I don't know. You've you've probably not. Well, maybe you have. You probably, but I, I'm thinking you probably haven't got this information, and it may be confidential. So if it is, just tell me to shut up because I'm I'm always asking difficult questions, Alec. But my kind of hypothesis with this is that if someone signed up, I'm thinking, or what I'd like to know is, is the average sort of customer transaction value around dental products higher if they're working with you versus if they're not working with you? So do you think there's, do you, do you think there's proof? Do you think there's evidence that that, that could be the case? So we, we, we actively help create what we call care packs. So for different conditions, like say like a wisdom tooth infection or gum problem, we actually put together recommendations of you should bundle these elements together, you should bundle these. So it's more of a solution pack as opposed to a pick and mix. So we, we're actively trying to help them do this so that pharmacies can actually offer better solutions to the customer the customer can buy okay i have this problem i can just take this thing and i'm you know i can look after myself everybody benefits from this basically right the biggest problem is most dental practices will recommend different products to the the, the the customer but they don't stock them basically right like and then the, the customer forgets what they needed and you know they go to the pharmacy and the pharmacist appears busy and they're not going to ask the person so our goal is to basically help them you know sell more and and, and deliver more more care and wellness through it yeah and that's i mean that's okay it is it farm community pharmacy is a business at the end of the day we must remember that and um that that in many ways that self polices um some of the quality you know if, if you're the best giver of advice and you know if you give the best service on the high street 
generally you'll you know you, the the revenue will fall. So I, I think that's just completely plays to that. Well, the right products, right? Because like, I mean, like within within yeah. a pharmacy, you can also stock you know specialist things that wouldn't necessarily be available in other places, and it just drives more value, basically, isn't it? So absolutely. And my apologies because my um, speaking to you is really it's very interesting, and my mind is sort of flitting mm. back and forth. Um, amongst a few things but the thing you said about the conflict of interest as well is quite interesting because in pharmacy of course with the proliferation of um, independent prescribing pharmacists particularly now in Scotland in um, community pharmacy there's always been that tension and concern around you know prescribing and supplying on the same premises so again you're that's quite a that's quite a, a good feature of your model as well that there's no or there's not so much of an incentive um, to 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 go down that route and supply because of course it's just a digital conversation, isn't it? Exactly. So there's a digital assessment, and then from the the dentist, if they, if something is required, then it, and only then it will be kind of um, you know prescribed. But essentially, major pretty much every single recommendation is going to be based in some kind of product form, and pretty much everything like chlorhexidine gel or you know like hydrogen peroxide mouthwash or different things like this, you can access that you know through a pharmacy and the right brushes and the, the right combinations and and different elements. But but yeah, it's we're just there to like help the pharmacy like solve that problem because because the, the the patient's there with the problem right like they just want it solved and if you can help them you know understand what's going on access the different things and at the same time you know then they can then forward it to some you know clinic and then get an appointment while they, they take care of what they can actually take care of at the pharmacy then they're going to come back to that pharmacy to buy those things on and on because they always will need the small brushes or different things. But the main thing is people aren't educated on what they need or, or recognize that they need it. And if once they recognize they've got that issue and then they've got that support, then they will be a, a good, you know, a good subscriber. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a sort of a bit of a left field question. I take it the, the this is available at the UK and Ireland, is that right? That's right, yeah. Perfect. Um is it available internationally? So we will be making it available internationally. So we have got um, we have got customers that can access us digitally, like from any country, and it's in English only. But yes, the goal is to be in as many different countries as possible. Basically, we have a second platform for the invisible teeth straightening. We have sixty one uh, customers in sixty one countries for that, basically. And so our goal is with the with the digital dental services. It's universal, really, isn't it? So. Absolutely. Well, t teeth are teeth. You know, <laughs> teeth are teeth are similar in Australia um, as they are in in the UK or elsewhere. Um, listen, it's been great speaking to you. Um, as your friends at pharmacy and practice, we we'd like to help because I I do suspect there there'd be quite a few community pharmacy uh, owners who may want to have a conversation. So what 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 I'll do is I'll I'll publish this on I don't know LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever we're, wherever we put it out. And I'll put a link uh, with a contact form, Alok, and hopefully, um, hopefully you'll get some leads off that because I do, yeah, I do. I think what you're doing is really, really, really good, actually. Um, and I like how you're leading with advice. I think that's very, very pragmatic, actually. Perfect. Well, no, Jonathan, thank you very much for your time today. Pleasure. Mm -hmm.